Secret Love Tunnel! Secret Love Tunnel! I don't know music. <laughs> I don't know music, I just you- make it. <laughs> One does not simply know music, you, you are music. You feel One music. does not simply become music. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm beyond the realm of words and names of things. I just feel music, it's, it's within me. Damn bro, that's deep. Should we, Should we record a podcast? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay, three, two, one. Hello, weebs, new and old, and welcome to Gateway to the Anniverse, the podcast that aims to guide an anime novice through the weird, wide, and wonderful world of Japanese and sometimes not Japanese animation. My name is Sam, a self proclaimed anime expert, and with me, as always, is our anime novice. Will, how are you, Will, this week? I'm very good, thanks, Sam. And I can't, I can't help introducing the episode with. I've just been looking down my quotes and the, my notes of of today's episode, and oh, uh-huh. I've, I've just teared up. At it's a giant mushroom. Maybe it's friendly, friendly mushroom, friendly mushroom, <laughs> friendly mushroom. Uh, it's just makes me laugh so much um yeah i'm i'm good thank you um for anyone who hasn't come to the podcast before we talk about anime usually um we're talking about western animation this time um which we still think has enough similarities to anime to warrant a place on the podcast um and it's something that i've been watching a lot of recently so we thought we'd try and binge um a few series of this so last week we did the book one of Avatar The Last Airbender. This week it's book two. We're going into season two. And next week, yep. if you stick around, we'll discuss the finale of um, of the entire saga. Um, yeah, I, I guess usually, Sam, we get you to tell people why they would listen to why they would want to watch avatar the last airbender i was going to say why they would want to listen to us on the podcast i was like well right 30 seconds 10 second sales pitch elevate elevator pitch off you go podcast uh uh, weebs one knows stuff one doesn't know stuff um uh they are sometimes funny or at least they think they're funny i don't think uh guess and (laughs) dan time unfortunately this is where we jump ship um, oh no yeah i'm they, sorry they think they're funny um and they sound like they're having a fun time at least i think i think that i think could that's, be... <laughs> that works better yeah. um, <laughs> they're, they're laughing that they are there is laughing involved um okay yeah sam are we gonna even do you want how do you want to do this we, we should have discussed this off there do you want to tell people about avatar uh we could just defer them back to last week's episode but if you haven't got the time for that if you're desperate to just hear this episode um I'll <laughs> what are you doing down. you psychopath who comes in and book two like no <laughs> what <laughs> go back half and of the kids watching avatar back in the early 2000s because this was the only way it was it was released nickelodeon <laughs> like i said last week were psychopaths in that they were like here you go here's a rerun of season one we'll sprinkle some season two episodes in the middle when we get them and then we'll rerun from the start again Fun fact, sometimes they were out of order. They just pick <laughs> random ass episodes from across all three books. Uh, so, I should note as well up top that the last week we did make a cardinal sin in the episode oh, counts of yeah. uh, Avatar. We said that the episode count goes down uh, because it wasn't performing very well. In hindsight, that's complete bullshit because the episode counts <laughs> actually stay the same and then increase and the popularity has never been stronger. So <laughs> apologies for that slight error last time. I um I put all, that all on your shoulders, by the way, because I was just asking the questions. Because on Netflix, the episode count does go down. It's just that some mm. of them are an hour and a half long and <laughs> condense multiple <laughs> episodes into one particular episode on there. Um, yeah, it runs it as two parts as the for any of the two and three parters, right? They merge them into yeah. one. Mm. Yeah, or four parters if it's um the last of the last. Um, yeah, so. Avatar, yeah. So basically, if you really enjoyed being pulled this way and that during your time watching it as a child, then by all means, listen to the podcast out of order. Is that what you say? <laughs> yeah, of course. Like start okay. at book three, then go back to Death Note, <laughs> then jump back to book two, have a run around, Just throw Death Note in there. Yeah, go go through Jujutsu Kaisen and then um, some Sailor Moon. <laughs> back Why not? Book. Oh yeah. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> by the power of the moon and the stars, I shall become the avatar. <laughs> oh, there's a head cannon I need to happen. 
Um, oh my god, Ang wearing the Sailor Moon uniform. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's happening. I'm kind of uh, here for it. Yeah, yeah. Um, anyway, okay. Avatar. Brief uh, pitch. What I said last week. It is a cartoon by Nickelodeon that spans a vastly Asian-inspired world with fun characters who are fighting using the powers of the four elements. We have our protagonist, Ang. He is the Avatar, a wielder of all four elements. And in this world, most people, uh, if they train and they work hard, they can develop a way to manipulate the elements, uh, the very four basic ones, earth, air, fire, and water, in order to do battle or build things or basically have these cool magic powers. And Ang and his crew go off on an adventure around the world to stop the evil Fire Lord Ozin. Is it Ozin or Sozen? No, it's Sozen's Comet, Comet isn't it? Um, Sozen's which... Comet, a Fire Lord Ozen. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Okay. And they yeah. go on their adventure to stop Fire Lord Ozen. And we pick up after a big battle at the North Pole. Ang has learned two out of the four elements with wind and water. And now he's heading off to save the world. Yeah. So and we join. Watch season one. It's good. Yeah, season one is good. Uh, we join him in season two with the guys and they go to find earthbending stuff, don't they? That's how it sort of opens up. He's, 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 he's sort of, mm. he's got Katara's water bending guru-ness, um, training her in that regard. He's pretty solid at the airbending stuff. And, um, yep. Right. Question. Gotta throw this in here okay. now. Breeding and passing on, oh, God, <laughs> passing on these, um <laughs> these these bending abilities because the uh-huh. airbenders the air bend do they call them nomads or the air, yeah the air the air nomads yeah um they the water tribe air nomads <laughs> earth kingdom fire nation interesting i've never cottoned on to the fact that they all have different sort of groupings uh cool so the air nomads are wiped out apart from ang if he and Katara get together, which who knows what will happen in book three. Um, but if they get together and have little baby Angs Ooh. and Kataras, will there be a mixture of water and air? Because um, we never really ah. explore. There's never, I can't think of a situation where people from different tribes or different uh, tribes be- hook up and get together. Yeah. They're all, they all well, there is one example where it's very nearly... Uh, we get a Fire Nation and an Earth Do we? kingdom. <clears throat> Nearly. No. Zuko and uh, that girl he goes on the date with. It's <laughs> <laughs> the closest we get. That is the closest. <laughs> I wouldn't say nearly. I would say he went on one day, made a tear out of himself, and then we never see her again. Um, <laughs> it, he also, yeah. he also um, think- firebends in the mid- like th- when he does when he goes on that date and he lights all the candles for her. I'm thinking, mm. really? Really, the, the the amount of traps and sort of like little alleyways of uh, mis misleadingness, I guess. Oh, uh, alleyways of misleadingness. It's it's yeah. I'm I'm a poet. It's a thing. I'm 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 fluent in the your grasp of the English vernacular astounds me every day. There we go. There we go. See, those are the kind of sentences I wish I could put together. Those are the sentences <laughs> that I dream of uh, at night. Um, <laughs> Yeah, so yeah, he, I, I think that was reckless. He was an idiot for even like he seems he seems pretty content with hi- hiding who he is at this stage, and he's like, you know what? I want to light these candles for this girl I just met. What if I just ruined it all? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but yeah, to answer your question, I think that does come up in the sequel series, The Legend of Korra. I think that there is a. I think it is like it's not hereditary. But right, like no, it no. I mean, it is hereditary. Oh, it is like, hereditary. It passes on okay. the like which one you have an affinity for. Mm. And I think there is a mixed um, nation couple, and some of the kids can use a certain. T- I saying what it is is spoilers. So I don't want to say. Okay, it. all right. Because so some of them can use one, and uh, I think like one out of them can use a different type, and he's feels like he's like, oh no, I can only use this one. All my friends are doing the other one. Blah blah blah. blah. Uh, Woe is me. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, that, to answer that, yeah. that's interesting. I had no idea there was a sequel. Um, I'll have to. Oh, no, now I've got more to watch. Oh no, I've not watched Corey yet. Um, oh, but I hear that it's okay. still pretty good. <laughs> I hear that it's just okay. 
Um, Glowing praise. So, uh, what, what, where do we want to start with this? My big thing about this is the overarching plot. This this whole book, yeah, established. It's it's darker <laughs> than the first De- book, definitely. It's more intense, and there is a clear. I, I think there's more of a clear arc, and there's not not a clear arc. The first book's really clear. You know, we get we're trying to learn the elements, and we're going on an adventure. But I think here. Mm. It, it gets a lot deeper. It gets a lot more tangible. Very. There's loads of sort of, we learn the, a lot. The levels of like political intrigue oh. and people working in the shadows and stuff like, like in like the title of the book is book to earth. So a, a big portion of the story takes place in the earth kingdom and mm-hmm. around its various cities. And in Barsangse, there is yes. no war in Barsangse. There is no war in Barsangse. There's no war in Ba Sing Se. I'm glad, I'm glad that we all agree with that. <laughs> yeah, seeing them kind of in one location for such a long time. Obviously, they go to other places, but a big chunk of this takes place within the city, especially in the latter third of the season. Yeah. And I really like that we have like a home base for Team Avatar and they've spent the whole first season like fighting back against the odds and being the plucky, rebellious group. And, and jumping now around faced a lot. with lots of jumping around but i like that we get to kind of feel the city as a character yeah and Ooh, we like get that. to kind of build on and understand that you might be the chosen one savior of the planet but against this systematic oppression and forces beyond your control <laughs> maybe you're going to have some difficulties yeah it's 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 an unusual way to take the story to be honest um it Very. does sort of deviate from the main goal um and one of the it's not filler because there's clearly thought gone into this story and this is the story they want to tell but it does feel a bit sort of meandering in the way they've gone about it really well just just like the the main part of this story all revolves around Appa being stolen and that's just a, a really random way of getting them into this situation. Mm. And then from there, I think it becomes really interesting. And I like I, I I'm not saying I don't enjoy it. I really enjoy the journey. I just by the end of it, it's you learn a lot more about it. You learn a lot more about this world, about this city. Um it, it make it, it makes you aware of uh like like you say the underhanded sort of political nature of uh Basing say um which is is dark and you know for a children's yeah. show it's really it's really intense like you've got this manip like mind control ability yeah yeah that's really terrifying and like wiping people's memories and then like is it julie the um the, the helper lady that just gets replaced. Yes. I, I don't know yeah, if she's that, called oh. Julie or Judy or something yeah, like that. She's Yeah, she's Julie. Julie. Ah, yeah. Mm. Julie. Um, and she just one day, she just gets re- completely replaced. She's like, oh yeah, I am Julie. Yeah, I'm Julie. There is no war in Barsing Say. There is no war in Barsing Say. Uh-huh. I feel like that needs a... Um, a, oh. um, a uh, Austin, not Austin Powers. Who? What was Miss? What was Rowan Atkinson's Johnny English? Uh, jo- you know um, Johnny. when he Mozambique. When whenever he mentions Mozambique, yes. it has those drums in the background. Again. <laughs> like so, so Warren Barting say, yeah, that's what it needs. A hundred percent, yeah, yeah. I I liked the um the the what they call the Dai Li, the secret police. Yeah, they and seem like, to come out of nowhere a bit, but yeah, I like them. Go on, I, I was you, you were about to say it, I think. I like the development from when they first turn up and then how they sort of end up. Yeah, like under the thumb of one of the new characters of the season, um, Azula. Oh, yeah. Because um, she's introduced Zuko's uh, sister, Azula, a scheming, conniving, super interesting character to bring on in the second book. And I think this is something that I was kind of critical about when I was looking like before I watched everything because I didn't get to know the characters yeah. enough. But then on my rewatch when I was older, I was like bold move, bring in not just a new antagonist, but also a new protagonist for the group when we've already established the dynamic. And then you introduce our new earthbender mentor mm. friend, Toph. And that could have gone really badly but Toph is just such an excellent character and Azula is just such a threatening villain yeah. that 
they kind of entered the story really, really naturally, even though they've not really been mentioned at all before. This. Yeah. What were your thoughts on the the new? Oh, cast? I loved it. I thought it was great. I thought it was it was brave. The uh, I liked the fact they bring in Azula to sort of solidify the uh, good versus evil side of things, because then it allows Zuko to truly question his role in the whole thing, and it gives. Yeah. It gives the trio a new antagonist that isn't Zuko because Zuko does begin to, and this is Zuko's season, really. This is his sort of, they, we follow him a lot through this and it's not, it it would become tiresome to have him constantly fighting against, against Aang. And we see this sibling rivalry Mm. between him and his sister that has sort of evolved into. I don't know. It's not really hatred. It's just this sort of like, she, she is almost the epitome of what he wants to be or he thinks he wants to be. It's, mm. it's his surface desire, like loved by father, no sort of, she doesn't hold back in anything. She puts everything into everything. She's mastered mm. lightning, which where the hell does oh, that come from? So cool. Um, <laughs> such a cool Star Wars power to just bring in randomly. Um, We'll talk. We'll talk about the powers and stuff in in a little bit because. Uh, yeah, I've got some stuff yeah. to say about that um, later on but down yeah, the line. Really, but yeah, I, I really agree. Liked that. And I liked I liked her supporting cast as well. Um, you've got the the oh the yeah. gymnast and the May. gymnast and the nice yeah, girl. May. It's it's Zuko's Zuko's May. Zuko's girlfriend. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Boo, boo! I say <laughs> bad pairing. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's good stuff. Um, I really, yeah, I really enjoy them, and I think what cements Azula as being such like a uh, an actual threat and solidifies her position as a character who is meant to be taken seriously and not just oh look here comes the even more powerful Firebender is that so much of what she does is manipulative and behind the shadows, and she's pulling strings here, there, and mm-hmm. everywhere, and then when she's finally cornered. And we end up with this three-way fight between Zuko, Ang, and Azula. And then Katara turns up, and then Iro turns up, and then they all blast Azula. Yeah. And she's just like, nope, blue flamed. And I'm like, oh my god, she's a badass. Yeah. Like, she doesn't win the fight, but she holds off like four benders at the same time. It's she insane. is pretty incredible. Um, like, as, as far as villain, and I just love her sort of ma- manacle sort of streak as well she's just mm. willing to do and like she she's just a psychopath and and, and she, oh yeah you know we see that developing get, she watches avatar out of order she is what she is that person um and let's uh our other new character toff she oh. is amazing the she like her training arc <laughs> with with uh ang when she's first introduced and she has that whole episode is one of my favorites um partly the wrestling one no the one a couple after that when she sort of, they sort of sit down and she's got to train him to use earth bending in the sort of canyony bits um yeah I, yeah uh soccer gets trapped in a crevice and is out for the oh in the hole with the animal out for the entire episode where he's there like i'm <laughs> i'm soccer i'm soccer food and sarcasm that's my thing i'm willing to give it up if you just get me out of this hole and then ang turns up <laughs> and he's like declare asked god to to help him and he's just like oh ang thank god have you got any meat and he's like <laughs> just completely renounces his uh declaration of vegetarianism <laughs> And he makes friends with the little, <laughs> the, the cute little, <laughs> or the little like capybara, which does thing. have have a name. Do you remember his name? I don't remember. Oh, his what name. is it? I made, no. I, I I made a note of it. Um, maybe I made a note of it on the <laughs> wrong one. Um, it's for, off the top of my head. It's foo foo cuddly something something <laughs> something kiss bump kiss or something. Oh, Fufu. And uh, he introduces him to <laughs> Ang, and it was just a really nice sort of Ang, this is Fufu, and this is Ang. <laughs> and it's just this really sweet, uh, wholesome moment. More prime comedy yeah. from Team it Avatar. Is. And again, I, I think the, the comedy continues a lot throughout this. Fufu Cuddly Pips. Even though it is darker and more, I don't know, mature in some ways, it still maintains that kind of playful side and that playful. Um, yeah attitude that i think makes the show 
so enduring. Absolutely, yeah. Like Cabbage's Man comes yeah. back. I, you'd love your <laughs> you'd, to be destroyed. About you five love your times. physical comedy. <laughs> I do. I really do. Like a well placed, like something <laughs> falling over or someone falling over. I'm I'm <laughs> that guy who laughs at kids falling over all the time. If I'm walking down the street and a kid just stacks yeah. it, I am in stitches. <laughs> like. It is so, so funny cruel. to me just because they, they don't know what they're doing. <laughs> they don't have any balance. Now he's on the floor. He's upset. It's funny. <laughs> I am. Um, I'm, I'm definitely mean. more the equip guy that likes the sort of one-liners or the sort of where is it where Katara is looking out to the sunset um, and she's like, "Oh my god, it's beautiful. I could I could look at that forever." And so just, she's like, "Okay, I'm done," and just turns and walks off. <laughs> it's yeah, just a brutal. <laughs> he's just out. out. Soccer he's is so just the good. MVP. He's so good. What's what does he do? What's his like big thing this season? He because season one he does the Kyoshi Warrior stuff. Yeah, there's a very obvious one in season three. What's his kind of trainingy? That's a arc a, thing. That's this a good time? question. That's a good question, Sam. I, I think to to be honest, I think this is where he really steps up tactic tactics wise, leading the group. Like the whole bit with the library. He stays behind. Yeah, I love that episode. Do you? Okay. Yeah, I, it just gave me a real adventure vibe, like discovering this ancient library. Yeah. And obviously it's a a bit contrived that they lose Appa at the end. But the aesthetics of the temple and the, I know, just the feeling of them finding out this secret piece of knowledge, because that's where they find out about the eclipse, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, it, it is, and it's, got it's definitely big, got... It's definitely got a point to it, um, and it feels like the um, the owl is must be some sort of mythological r- reference somewhere. You know, I feel like this hidden library in the desert yeah. where all knowledge is consumed by this mythical spirit owl is probably somewhere in literature or in you know mythology yeah. somewhere. The all-knowing owl. Um, it's very. It is. It, 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 I like the episode, and I, to be honest, I like that. I don't. It is a bit contrived with Appa, but I like the way they do it because they have Toph there. Like you see her, the process of her like trying to save the group, and she then stops and tries to save Appa, but she can't because the the the, the mm. building's sinking, and it's this real battle. And they they sort of play that out really nicely, I think, because I think a a lot yeah. of times when things are contrived. I think for me, what ruins it is when there's clear, obvious ways out of it, and there isn't a clear way out of this. It's like Toff's trying, yeah, she's trying to do. It's just a tough yeah, decision. Yeah, she's really different. She's she's there, like she's apologising, and uh, as like Appa gets Appa, Appa, yeah, Appa gets taken away. Um, it's a mm. um, which Toff is busted. He's busted. That's what I go Toph for is school busted. for. <laughs> <laughs> oh wow. <laughs> Though it is a real <laughs> That's what I go to libraries for. That is a very problematic song. That is so fun. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it is. Uh, Busted was problematic, let's be honest. <laughs> Were they? I think they tried to be. Um, <laughs> I mean, Air Hostess, Crash the Wedding. It's all, It's they're all rebellious in this weird sort of um, upper class way, I guess. Like, we're crashing to, uh, <laughs> Upper class like, way, <laughs> crashing a wedding, yeah, flying and wanting to bang the yeah. hostess. <laughs> who, who, what did they go off and do? One of the because the, they yeah, broke they, up. They, they, they formed McBusted at one point. The other singer, there was it was Son of Dork. I ad- <laughs> oh my god, I adored that album. Uh, this is like the deepest cut of weird British punky, teeny boppy yeah. music. But Son of Dork has an absolute. <laughs> banger album called Welcome to Loserville. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I incredible stuff. <laughs> no one else is going to understand what that's that is, right. but that's okay. Look, give it a listen if you if you have a chance. Yeah. It's worth it. Um, fun fact, the first um, album, not album, first uh, bit of music CD I ever bought was the single Year 3000. A, a CD? Yeah. Year 3000 by Busted. Oh, wow. Yeah. Um, Great song, still love it to this day. It's a classic. Um, it is, yeah, it's pretty good. So, anyway, we have um, we have this new devil trio, and we have our good trio, and then we have our middle duo yep. with um, Uncle uh, Uncle Iro. Iro, 
Eero and uh, Zuko. Zuko. Um, and yeah, so I think I, you just get to have a tea shop. Yeah, nice. He does have a tea shop. All oh, right, okay, right. Let, let's just bring up a big thing in this series that I could not stand, and I get why they did it because they want a final season. But it really pisses me off that Zuko has this whole redeeming arc, and then at the end, just backtracks, just massively yeah. backtracks because his sisters already tried this. Like Azula, Azula has already tried. This whole, we want you back in the Fire Nation. Come with us. It'll be great. And then they capture mm. them, and it's like, ah, no, she's lying. She, you don't trust. You don't. You shouldn't trust your sister because she's bad. And then, and it's like, oh, quick, we've got the Avatar. Help me, and you can come back to the Fire Nation. It'll be great. And he's like, ah, oh, okay, I'll do it this time. It's like, no, what? No, what are you doing? You just spent this entire season like seeing things from another person's point of view. You went to the village ravaged by war. You stayed in Barson. Right. They took you in as a refugee. You served tea. You got to have a little smoochy smooch with somebody from that city. His like, whole arc was so and then, good. And then... Oh. And then they just pulled the rug out from under him. And I, I, I kind yeah. of get it. Like it, It's so ingrained. I see what its purpose is. Yeah, I mean... and. It, it's there to to make you feel that way. Like we followed yeah. Zuko this whole time, and we feel that disappointment. Mm, yeah, it's just done deliberately. Like yeah. Katara does. Oh yeah, yeah. It's such a oh man. Like the margin for error there was razor thin. <laughs> like her being like, oh yeah, I could heal your scar, oh. and then ten seconds yeah. later, I'm getting absolutely blasted by lightning. I'm like, oh my god, Katara! Thank God you thought with your head. Also. You're not wasting the miracle water on healing a scar. Like, what? This guy you've just sort of had one conversation with. Like, that is... There's one of those. There's one of those, and you're trying to fight... The Avatar The avatar is trying to fight the most dangerous person of all time. Maybe save that for a life-and-death situation. Maybe just hold on to that, rather than heal some random dude's scar that you've only just... He's only just started to have a redemption. And to be fair, he hasn't. He's had a, a redemption over the whole season. But not to you. Not 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 to Katara. Mm. Katara's only just seen not this one Avatar. conversation. It's bullshit. But I do kind of ship it, though. Mm, yeah. Zuko Katara is a power. Oh, it, is it hell? <laughs> it's, it's Yeah, it's great. Um, and it's way better than Aang Katara. That's... Yeah... That's my hot yeah. take. <laughs> I, th- I, I, I think we talk about ship that ship in the final season. I think we talk about that next week. Next, next. That is definitely. Week, yeah. There's more to talk about then. Um, yeah. Yeah. Okay. We'll save it for for then. But yeah, Zuko. It's a shame, but it, it's a nice. Uh, we what we get to see of him in the city is really nice. Um, I wanted to talk about my favorite episode, maybe in all of western animated uh canon okay is it can i can i guess it yeah secret love to know secret love to know <laughs> secret love to know secret love to know <laughs> i love that episode i can i can tell by your reaction that it is that episode and i'm so i'm it's so not, happy one, i'm so but... happy we're on the same wavelength here sam <laughs> no, you stop it. Oh my god. <laughs> that fucked me uh, up, man. That, that is such a good episode, though. It's so funny. <laughs> it is a very funny episode, and your singing was even better. I'm going to have that as my ringtone from now on. That's how I'm opening the episode. Yeah, okay, brilliant. <laughs> no, what's your, what's your, is it, is it the drill episode? Uh, oh. Not the drill episode, but yeah. very good. It's Tales from Ba Sing Se. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Good. I I really like this one as well. Absolute. <laughs> I, yeah. Okay. Go on. You 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 brought it up. So uh, off you go. Why is this one your favorite? I just. Why is this one so so good? Like even in all of Western media. All of Western media. I just think that the laser focused storytelling that they managed to get here, and the wider implications of. Um, uh, the, the memorial and and hero in this um unfortunately it ends with the uh the memoriam uh to mako who was hero's uh voice actor who passed away during uh this season so that this was one of the last times that he voiced the character 
and oh, it's in no idea. one of the most kind of poignant short stories in all of Avatar. We find out that Eero's son died during the sa- the siege of Passing Oh, Sae. that right? Yeah, I remember. Mm. Sorry, yeah, I was having a blank as to what you were talking about. Yeah, the the by the blossom tree, yeah. and he's he's got the the photo of his son. Yeah, who who died right, during the so siege? So is that is that so is that the voice actor? Is that did he give the no? So the person who voiced no, they they, they swapped the vo- the voice actor for Eero because yeah. the original voice actor uh, died, passed away uh, because he was fighting right. against uh, cancer. So 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 this wasn't a tribute to him, was it? The, I'm not it sure. I'm not sure actor. when the episode oh, right. was written, but um, oh, the episode right. ends with like a, in memory of. And even without mm. that, the actual story itself of Eero coming to terms with the fact that he used to be angry and he used to be this dragon of the Fire Nation. And he spends the, his entire section of the episode is him helping people, even somebody who tries to mug him. And then it ending with him, oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. like he sings the song to cheer the baby up and it's about a boy going to war and then coming back and then him singing that at the end and choking up. Like, yeah. holy, like it got me real bad yeah that is yeah but then yeah that's just one of like five stories or maybe six stories and each one is told in such a short burst of time but manages to really sell you on character relationships and motivations like katara and toff go to a spa and it's funny because like ah girly stuff ha 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 but then when somebody insults toff at the end we see that katara's resoluteness to her friends to defend them and build and like we get this whole insight into Toph and the fact that the first for the first time she's been a badass the entire season and she's finally showing weakness about the fact that she's blind and coming to yeah. terms with that and it's just oh it's, it's it's really nice that that particular scene because I feel it also shows Katara in that mother role which she she has through all the the, the whole season really but it just shows that she's really in tuned with her, with how Toff's feeling. Mm. And it's this, and, and she, they don't throw it, they don't force it down your throat. It's just this sort of, because I remember what she says. She sort of, she says, um, look, not that it matters, but you are beautiful. Yeah. And she's, it's, it's, it's that emphasis of like, look, I know you don't care, but you are beautiful. And you see Toff resonate with that. And then they end with a joke because Toff's like, well, I'd say the same thing, but I have no idea what you look yeah. like. And it's, it's just a little punch in the arm. And, and, yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's um, it's a nice, it is a nice, nicely done, and I think that they've tried deliberately with each one of those to make them these contained little stories that have a bit more poignance to them because yeah. even because that one, that one does, um, Uncle Eros does, Iro, yep, I can never remember which way around it is, um, and then even Momo's like Momo's, that's like, yeah, where he goes back <laughs> and saves the cats. He goes back and saves the cats, and then it, then they lead him to one of Appa's footprints, yeah. which comes back later on in the series, which is quite nice. Um, and the, I, I mean, they don't all have poignancy. Is poignancy the, the yeah, downfall? I'm I giving, guess. I'm going with Let's it. Let's go for it. Yeah. Um, Soccer's rap battle. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> so good. The haiku rap. It's amazing. And then he messes so up good. the final one with six syllables and they just <laughs> boot him out. It's yeah. so good. But it's so soccer as it's well. It's really good. <laughs> yeah, it is. It's really good. Um, I liked the zoo thing. I thought that was yeah. fun. It's um, Ang helping I li- I li- people not just by punching really well and not just by fighting. It was him actually solving issues using his powers. Like he uses the earthbending to create the enclosures, which is, mm. you know, a hero can't isn't just a guy who punches other guys it should be somebody who helps the common man and helps people and he ends up saving all these animals and giving them a home it's, it's great it, got, it gave me really it gave me really sort of um roller coaster tycoon um <laughs> vibes of like where you build your own enclosures or like like the there's jurassic park ones isn't yeah you, you build, build the dinosaur parks. places yeah yeah um I love that uh, sort of stuff. Um, I even like yes, Tales of Barsengse. Very good. I know you didn't like yes, the date, but on. I liked Zuko's date because this. I saw. Oh, no, it's not that I didn't like it. I, I just, oh, didn't, just like didn't like the ending. The I just didn't bending. like the the fire bending. Yeah, the the, the 
the the interactions between Zuko and the girl are very good. That's hilarious. And like Uncle Iro just like <laughs> doing his hair and like giving him a slap yeah. on the back. Off you go, son. Oh, it's, and she's keen. And like she's a keen com- bean. She is keen. She's just willing to just breeze over the fact that he says he's a juggler and can't juggle. Like she just breezes over his him meandering away, like refusing to answer where he comes from and just diverting the conversation. Um, yeah, maybe she should really look into that a bit. Be a bit more. Yeah. Mm. I think she might need to just take a bit more caution when she's going on these dates with random oh strangers. God. And then she, well, I mean, to be fair, she leads him off to a secluded area. Oh God. Yeah. Her favorite place in the world to backstab you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I don't, genuinely, there was a bit of me because there, there are some bits throughout these seasons where there is a bit of manipulation or a bit of, um, what's, yeah, backstabbing, I guess, um, trick, trick, tricking the, the lead characters and stuff, trapping them. So there was every chance that this was, um, Azula's way of getting him on his own and then attacking from the shadows. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the end of the series, the end of the season, is one of the is is really i don't know whether it's whether they put them together or not is there is there a, there's a couple of instances instances where they merged these chapters together but anyway yeah i think um, it's the drill because that's like a the drill yeah. fight of the super weapon drill trying to pierce the walls of Barsing say and then i think that's a good that's a good how did you like the drill episode how did you find that was it 3d animated the drill i think it was the tanks of the fire yeah. nation are 3d as well but yeah they, they kind of work the tanks have no weight to them and that's something that i i'm not really happy about but the drill felt mm. better especially because whenever they yeah. went inside the drill where a lot of the action takes place it is very clear and it's all hand uh, drawn and it, it's one of the episodes uh, episodes that sticks out to me a lot from when i was a kid because yeah. it just felt epic in scale it felt like trying to get inside the death star and like break things mm. and then the solution of oh we don't have to cut all the way through we just have to get halfway and then just absolutely smack it i think was yeah an interesting solution yeah it was cool it was good it was good what did you, what about you I'm, what do you think i'm just i'm just having a i'm just having a crisis at the minute because as you were talking about the death star i have an advert on my laptop for star wars squadrons oh no and it's literally flying through on with X-Wings. Yeah, it's like a like, ace uh, combat, but it's Star Wars ships. Yeah, and I'm like, we're in a game. Like, there's only so many conversations in the world, and we just sort of, it's one of these merge points oh my where God. you were talking about Star Wars and the Death Star, and then there it is, an advert on the screen. Everything's a hologram. Um, everything is a hologram. Uh, yeah, so I really like the drill episode because um, it felt, it felt badass. Mm. Like with, with, they were just, it felt so military. Like we're drilling through this. They can't stop us. Um, the, the guards and stuff don't want their help at first. They're sort of like, no, it's fine. We've got this. And then, and then very quickly, it's like, do you want the avatars help now? Yes, please. Yes, please. <laughs> please help yeah. us. Um, I love the, the tactical decisions that the guys met, that the, the, the trio made, mm. the team avatar, because, they go inside and what what's really interesting and i don't know i think it's this season um is it when no hmm. <laughs> sorry i don't know whether i'm jumping into season uh, the the final part here when do they talk to the earth king that's this season that's this that season. is this season yeah it is it's at the end so what they do with the drill is they use um the pressure point girls um sort of that that triggers uh soccer's um memory of the they talk about the pressure point girl that sort of defeats you from the inside she that she sort of turns off all your abilities so they go yeah. ha from the inside let's use that to stop the drill and then at the end of the season we it's revealed that azula and her team have infiltrated uh um, the yeah the the passing say uh, what 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 are they called? What are the soldiers the called? Kyoshi you... warriors. Oh yeah, she's a, they're, yeah. There is the Kyoshi warriors, and they've infiltrated from the inside. And I thought it was a really nice way that they sort of used the, that logic of infiltration uh, to come back. It's almost like tit for tat, and uh, 
yeah, I just, I, I really enjoyed that throwback. Um, yeah. it, it, it might not have even been intended, but I just sort of saw some, uh, correlation. Um, yeah, good episode. Yeah, very good. Um, I think we're kind of starting to get towards the end and we'll talk about the finale in a bit, but I also wanted to talk about the lake, uh, Lao Guy episode where they go underneath the lake with the freedom fighters from season one, um, with, uh, with Jet. And yeah. Toph uses her like lie detecting powers, and we discover that the Dali can brainwash people essentially. Um, yeah, I thought it was yeah. a really cool episode. But the thing that stands out to me the most is how it ends with basically Jet and the Freedom Fighters all die. It's right. Well, do they all die? I because don't we get some of them back? A few of them come back for the finale, but Jet and the agents that he's with get crushed as the place collapses and oh. it's a pretty again like for a kids show it, yeah. it's quite explicit to have a named character like with general zao from book one it's like oh he's the bad guy he's got to face consequences and can't let him keep running around yeah but with jet it's like yeah he was a bit of a cocky asshole but him getting fully killed off and he just doesn't come back is like wow Kids show. Yeah. Uh, yes. I think they did it very, they did it very cleverly though, because, um, they don't explicitly show it mm. and they leave it. I think they, they've deliberately done it. So a mature, a, a mature watcher will pick up on it, mm. but a younger, because they literally say, leave him with us, leave him with us. He'll be okay. We'll look after him. And it'll be fine. And it'll be okay. And then as they're walking mm. off, Toff's like... They're lying. He's lying. Yeah. They're lying. And that's really all we get. And if you then tie that together with the, the collapsing of the place and then like him not showing up again. <laughs> and um, wait, don't they... Again, spoilers for season three, but don't they reference that in some way? I'm sure there's a reference that uh, I, I picked up on where... I don't know whether it's the play episode or something. Oh, maybe. Um, I think I think they do know. riff on that in the play episode. But yeah, we'll talk about that next mm. week. Yeah, yeah. So th- I, I, uh, yeah. It's 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 good that they did it. I like that they did it. It did hurt. It was. It, mm. I did feel for that because it was like he 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 he'd done it. He'd gone with them, fought his way through. He was a troubled child that, a bit like Zuko in a way, yeah. had sort of fought fought for what he believed was right and then he, he just had this almost redemption and then it's like yeah it's just left to left to yeah, it's just die. snuffed out and he has a quite an interesting arc across book two as well because he comes across with zuko on the refugee ship and he makes mm. fast friends yeah and then what leads to him getting brainwashed is he starts a fight he sees that zuko's a firebender or overhears it i can't quite remember and then they have this big fight in the street he, his his I'll tell you what it is. Mm-hmm. His uncle complains of cold tea. And then the, in the next scene, it's he's got hot, hot tea, tea and he's really happy. So he's convinced that he's heated it up. It's a really, really small detail to element like, to that. Put your yeah, whole argument to on. on. Yeah. Yeah, it is. And it's interesting because he's clearly, he clearly believes it's so true. So he's like, there's no other alternative. Like he could have just got used to the cold tea. No, it's definitely hot tea. I can see the steam. He's definitely heated it up somehow. Has he got fresh tea? No, he hasn't got fresh tea. How has he heated it up? And then, like, he just spends his whole time Must trying to catch them bender. out. And, it, and he doesn't get any other evidence no. before he calls them out in the middle of the street. And it's like, these guys are firebenders. So it it is sort of... Yeah. It, 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 he, he does almost... You see this sort of decline into madness a little bit. He yeah. sort of loses his... Because his friends call him out. Is They're like... Um, what's he called again? <laughs> what's Jet. Jet. <laughs> they're like... Jet, you're taking this too far. We can't follow you down this path. It's sort of like, you need to let it go. You need to just let it go. We're starting a new life. Let's just do that. And he's like, no, these, yeah, these are bad. chooses and- this hill to die on. It's just like, oh. And then it's, it's especially like heartbreaking that he was right. And then that leads to him being yeah. turned into a tool. His um, fight with Zuko, very technically impressive. I really liked the... Um, the slow-mo like matrix duck where Zuko cuts the grass in his mouth 
and then the oh yeah it's, yeah. it's badass like and they do so much yeah. stuff with the camera that's you wouldn't have expected i think the animation in general for this season is a real step up from the first one which could look quite janky at times but here everything's a lot smoother and like they knew that they had a hit and they wanted to keep to capitalize on that it was yeah it was fantastic i i think um probably unpopular opinion i think as far as fight scenes and choreography and animation goes i think this scene is the best out of the three uh, this 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 series this series is the best oh, season out of three season because, two. Ooh, controversial yeah 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 i think i think it's smaller scale um, but I just really like it. Like, I love the drill, the way they stop the drill in the end. And that sort of fight scene mm-hmm. with Azula on the on the top where, like, they slide down and they both have different methods for, like, re- oh, regaining yeah. contact. Con- contact of the of the thing then he uses he earth bends this boulder into a into a, a to sort of like a, a spike so that he can then run up the wall and earth bend mm. down uh, air bend down onto it to drill it into uh, the drill <laughs> um how they the waters that all the waters flowing up all the all the um oh yeah the mixture of water and offshoot stuff silt right. or whatever yeah and then, and then they're uh, water bending that to hold it in to blow it up from the inside. I, I very tactical. Just, very, I just feel like there's cool. there's so yeah. I just think they thought about it really carefully. It's not just like, huh, we'll just hit it really hard and it'll break. Mm. It's like there's layers to it. With the, there's so many layers to I it. I really like that as well. I, th- I I agree with you because it feels like even though you're the Avatar and you've mastered all these elements and or you've got all these superpowers, it doesn't feel like they're completely broken. Apart from earthbending, earthbending is busted at all times because you're throwing <laughs> rocks at people and those things are super heavy. You can make rocks float. Like, what? <laughs> of course. But even with the avatar on your side, you still need tricks and guile and it feels more like you are you have an advantage, sure, but somebody who's super good at one element or is just super good at fighting can still get one over on you. And I like that. It feels more grounded, I guess, in this world of elemental powers. Yeah. Well, it's it's something we talked about in the first episode where we talked about how they balanced the different elements and how they all have different styles and having to come up with interesting ways for them to interact. I think now you've got lightning, you've got um, knife girl, and you've got this pressure point girl. You, you you have to again add another dynamic and it's like they've thought well hold on a minute what would happen in this situation because they're trained in different ways they're not just going to charge head first into something yeah no do you know what i mean like they know this is a world where firebending exists they've grown <laughs> up in the fire nation they're not going to just charge head head first into a situation they've found other ways to manipulate it so that they have an uh, it, they're on equal footing or even mm. have the advantage like this, the scene when they're very first introduced, when they have the baby on the scaffolding, and then like they need Sucker to come in with his boomerang and sort of save the day, um, is really in- intricate as well because they don't know what these girls are capable of, and they get overwhelmed by yeah. their sort of attacks. Um, yeah, I, I just think the the way they go and the powers, the way the way the powers develop and the way. Mm. They use them, especially the earthbending. I know you say that it's OP, but I just think it's they they use it so creatively to like yeah. move around. Um, and the handcuffs that the the yeah. Dali use, like yeah. that's awesome. And I like as well yeah. that this season introduces the idea of um, each element's style and how that can potentially be applied to other styles of bending. So. We mentioned earlier that Azula has lightning power. So one of the subsets of firebending is that you can harness lightning, I guess, because it's energy. Sure, it looks badass. But then Eero's big thing in season one that he was teaching Zuko was redirecting lightning. And he mentions that it's the similar flow state of waterbending. So it's a firebending. Yeah, he he learns it through studying waterbenders. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's incredible, and and Toph talks about how uh, earthbending should be decisive, immovable choices in 
what you do and Ang's using it in a much more airbendy way to kind of like move around and flow whereas every time Toph uses it it's like one action big move it's yeah yeah I like it's, the, it, it, the styles are evolving I, I I also like how they merge it with just day-to-day life how like they like like the bit with the serpents um, serpents pass serpents pass yeah, where they use the air bending and water bending to create a bubble of air as they walk along the surface, along the um, the seabed, and then as soon as the serpent hits, Toph just boom, this tower of yeah. earth comes straight out to the surface, and then like they use ice to get across the surface. It's just, I just, I just think it's really they they done what i want to see from this kind of show they haven't just done it surface level they haven't just regurgitated a load of you know stock fight scenes that could be any power whatsoever just blue just different colors just, of energy just blue <laughs> which it was in danger well, of with azula right with the blue flame but then again yeah, they circumvented yeah. it with the weird mount that she's got and the lightning yeah um Cool. Any anything else we want to? Oh, so yeah, we've talked about the powers and the way they evolve. Um, yeah, I, 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 is there anything else you want to touch on before we we, we wrap up? Um, the finale, because oh, okay, yeah, I think it's a real bold move to end your second season with maybe you've got confirmation of a season three, but it's a it's a ways out. I think it's bold to end with your protagonist getting blasted in the back with lightning. And losing the ability to go Super Saiyan, like that is a choice. <laughs> Good writing, though. Good, excellent writing. I love that fight in the underground as much as I don't like that Zuko heel face turns. The actual yeah, battle yeah. itself is super interesting, and the implications as well, where we find out that if you die in the Avatar state, there are no more avatars. Is yeah, there you go. There's stakes now, and Ang abuses it and suffers for it. And then we end up with the heroes yeah. limping away. Whereas the first season ends in a kind of bittersweet way in that they lost the princess but still won the war. Here, Team Avatar yeah. have been completely defeated at every step of the way. And it's like, oh, well, where do we go from here? What? Yeah, it is um, it is a good way to end it. It's this sort of, now we go into season three, they've been humbled, they've been knocked down a peg or two, and we have to, they they have to somehow find a way even though ang's lost probably his most powerful weapon which yep. is the avatar state um i think I, the the fight scene itself apart from the lightning strike I, it doesn't stand out as much as some of the other moments mm. um and i think that's potentially because it's this because of the setting oh i quite like the of, setting the like kind of glowy crystals in the underground but i get what you yeah. mean it's not as striking as say jet and Ang no. flying through the trees yeah yeah um and it doesn't have as much environmental impact as like um the 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 thing with the drill and and stuff like that where you've got this mm. you've got different sort of obstacles that they have to uh, uh, get around um yeah it's and and it's yeah yeah i don't i don't know where, where else i was going with that i was i was i was almost i was also thinking um w- what I was really thinking was that um, Ang is now going to be known as Master Arrowhead from now on <laughs> because that's what that's what the um, Secret Love Tunnel guy said. Um, Secret Love Tunnel called him. He was, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> amazing. Um, no, I think that's about it. Um, yeah. What are your final thoughts on book two then? Like to kind of sum everything up. Better than book I really one? like this as a, yeah, better than book one. Absolutely, I I really like how they have. It's just it's just book one. It's book one, but better. Like I, it's better, but not not because book one is bad, but because book two has book one to be based on. Like we yeah. don't need to do what book one does again. We can now develop everything that book one's worked so hard for. So it's not a criticism of one. You need one to come first, yeah. um, in order for book two to be successful. But book two is like let's really drill down into the political structures of these worlds. Let's have these other conflicts, these new characters that give redemption arcs to our bad guy or our pr- other protagonists mm-hmm. and yeah generally it's just a, there's a m- m- much more meat to it than yeah. book one and 
I really enjoyed it. I, I enjoyed the comedy. I enjoyed the side stories. There wasn't, there wasn't much filler at all. It all felt really related yeah. and interconnected. And yeah, there were throwbacks and callbacks to previous episodes. Um, really nice. I, 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 anyone who doesn't like that, there are some people that really struggle with, um, anything negative towards animals. Uh, so like if you, any show that's like, a dog dies or uh you know it's it's got even some that's got animals in if if there's any sort of negative reaction towards them people find that really hard to watch the whole upper is lost episode oh yeah um it's really hard it's 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 hard to watch it's like you know i'm i'm not like that i I don't i can get over stuff like that um but i could see why people would find that hard to watch definitely um, poor guy it's emotional yeah he just he just gets downtrodden on and it's just the the world is not fair to him and 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 it's it's worse when it's an animal because they almost don't understand yeah they don't um, i think Apple's a bit more sentient so he probably does get it a little bit but he they don't really get why these bad things are happening it's just bad things are happening yeah sad yeah yeah i'd agree with you i think well, book two is better than book one i think objectively almost i i feel like there's a much stronger sense of uh chronology to it where yeah in season one, it's like you could almost pick up at any random episode because it would they'd end and then they'd travel and then they'd be somewhere new. Whereas here, we settled down for a lot longer and we get I did just... get flashbacks to um, Tross. In, is it Tross? Yes. In the walled city. Yeah, but there is about four episodes in Titan where it's just him plugging up the hole and I'm like, okay, it does drag a bit. So I was a bit, yeah, I was a bit concerned that it might do that, but they had enough here to sort of keep it going and to keep the intensity high, Mm. which was good. And now that we've got Ang with water, earth and air, there's only one place left to go, which is book three, uh, the book of fire, which we will cover next Mm. week. Uh, all in all oh, I'm excited I'm yeah. excited very good I've got some very controversial opinions on book three so uh, come back next week oh, if you uh, if you want to hear that's them. the hook oh we didn't talk yeah. about uh, the most important episode of this season right what's that the swamp people <laughs> <laughs> oh god okay well you know you know right let's go back and you know when I said there was no filler in this uh, <laughs> series <laughs> I retract that earlier comment I retract that statement um yeah, it's yeah. just fun. I like that it again, and it ties into the idea that the bending you, can be used. You in like that they're ways. southern, but ling, 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 they're, ding, they're ding. from Texas. <laughs> Texas? I don't know. Texas. California, Central, Central Florida. America. What? Florida man <laughs> wears nothing We've literally, but vines. <laughs> Do you know your American geography? Absolutely we've literally not. Just gone. We've just gone central south with Texas, and then we've gone east coast with California. No. West coast with California and East coast with Florida. Like you couldn't have gone <laughs> Alaska. <more. laughs> yeah, there we go. There we go. All four, all four elements. And, um, <laughs> there we go. Oh my God. I want to see it. I want to see the American avatar. <laughs> I'll tell you what, I'll tell you Florida, what, California, ca- Alaska, the four elements, <laughs> the four States used to work together in harmony, but all that changed. Look, <laughs> I'll tell you what, you joke, but Florida is famous for like tornadoes. And so you've got air, you've got California, which has the Grand Canyon nearby, which is rock and earth. And then you've got Alaska, clearly water and ice. Texas is hot. And then you've got Texas is hot. Like, (laughs) oh my God. (laughs) We just pitched the best new series, Nickelodeon. And I'll be there in a minute. Stereotyped Americans in about four four words. That's right. They're used to it. That's probably a way they haven't been stereotyped before, though. That would be like, hey, you're from Cali? Ah, oh, you're an earthbender. What? 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 What would <laughs> you just call me? Am I? Okay, I mean, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I get English idioms. Like, how dare you insult me with Avatar-related puns? Uh, okay. Yeah. Come back for book three, I guess. Uh, Next <laughs> Let week? us know what you think of book, book two. Um, or stay tuned for book three and give us all of your... Um, all of your thoughts then because uh it's uh, you know we you need book three to wrap this series up it's uh it's been nice to spend some time delving into one franchise yeah so um, deeply as well so like yeah the whole set of 20 episodes it's been really interesting mm. 
Metal bending. Yeah. So, uh, oh my God. That, is that book? That's not this book. That's next book. That next book? I'll bleep that out. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. It might be this book. It might be this book. Is it? Yeah, is she, it she does it right this? at the very end. She uses it to escape because she gets yes, kidnapped. Yes, of course, of course. Mm. Yeah, because the, ep- the first episode of book three, she's already using it. So that's fine. Yeah. Because Toph is the best. Metal bending. The end. Okay. Anyway. We'll leave it there, guys. Hit us up on Instagram, Twitter, and all of your usual socials to uh, let us know your thoughts. Tell us what you think of Avatar, whether you grew up with it, whether you have watched it as an adult, and let us know what you want us to watch after we've finished the saga. Um, I guess there's only one thing left to say, Sam, and that is... There is Secret no love tunnel! Secret love tunnel! <laughs> <laughs> See you next week <laughs> in the universe. <laughs> Okay, well, welcome back to another episode of Slice of Life, the part of the show where basically we chat to each other and we find out what we've been up to in the past week. Uh, What have you been doing, watching, reading, listening to, going Um, places? What have I been doing? I've I've not, honestly, having to watch three seasons of Avatar has pretty much taken up my entire week. Um, Outside of that, I've been watching... I've been watching reactions to Attack on Titan, uh, which have been fun. Oh, the dude, uh, the, the dude, the same, the same dude. I honestly don't particularly like him. I'm not going to mention his name because I don't want to insult the guy on air. But um, I, 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 I'm not particularly warming to him as much. He's all right. He's fine. He's fine. I just really like. I just Solid really like the nostalgic uh, elements of him watching and reacting to Attack on Titan. Are you living vicariously like, through this man? Isn't that what all reaction channels are, effectively? Yeah, which is why I avoid reaction channels. <laughs> well, why? Dude, you Thinking rewatch what? entire seasons purely for nostalgic reasons. Like, this is exactly the yeah. same thing, but in short, condensed form, and you get to experience it with someone else. But you're who's... watching somebody scream over the top of it or whatever. Like, I, I think I've been jaded by React YouTubers who are like, every time a new trailer comes out, like, because I play Super Smash Brothers quite a lot, and obviously... A big thing is when a new fighter is revealed, and when the fighters are revealed, the wilder and the bigger your reaction, and the screaming, and the shouting, yeah, and the throwing yeah. the headphones, and that's so. When somebody says react YouTuber or a reaction video, that's what I default to, and mm. I'm like, oh, uh, uh, yeah, bro. no, that's fair. I get, I get that, and th- this definitely falls into that category. I would say there's, uh, uh, you wouldn't like this particular channel, but I would, I. There are some channels that I watch, React channels, that um, are basically comedy channels that, that do hmm. really intricate comedy, like really high-level, high-brow comedy that has me in stitches because, because of their relationship with the camera and the audience and the way they drop their jokes and it's thoughtful, thought, thought out and it's more planned. And yeah, they're reacting to the film or the show, but mm. it's done in it's done as entertain pure entertainment, and you're watching to see what jokes they make about it. You're you're watching, and and it you know it's good entertainment. I would say I wouldn't say that it's just mm. reacting. They don't do the the headphone smash. They don't do the the, the overreactions. Yeah. It's more about the comedy and the the narrative of their channel. I realise that I've completely undermined myself here because. I regularly watch Ludwig reacts to TikToks. <laughs> so, dude, I've just realised I, I, I've just uh, dude, <laughs> ruined anything dude, I've got. React channels, right? What are we doing right now? All right, don't get deep with it. Don't be like, oh, podcasts are a reaction. Everything's a reaction. I'm reacting no, badly no. to my breakfast this morning. That's why I was on the toilet for 25 minutes. <laughs> right? Everything, everything's a reaction, Will. <laughs> Don't come at me with that shit. No. my shit today. My point is we are reviewing specific shows and people are going to listen <laughs> if they like the show. And therefore, it's the same, exactly the same principle. We are, we are commenting all right, we're not commenting directly over the top. But if we were doing okay. it in video form, we probably would have images or bits of the show there to sort of talk about because that just mm. makes it easier to consume. Um, yeah, I think True. I think a lot of the same 
principles behind react look man, I, like i'm on board I, I realized halfway through my rant that i i actively watch react people okay. so like okay. I've, got, I've got no skin in this game like i i, I believe you <laughs> well i'm gonna pound you into the ground until you until, until oh, daddy yeah <laughs> okay um what have you been up to this week sam um i did it oh I yes you did, did. yes I, I, I remember i finished one piece they said it was impossible. They said that I was a madman. No Last one was week, I, I had no. a round of applause for nearly having caught up. So this week, I'm going to edit in just the whole the whole fanfare. Listen to yeah. that. Beautiful. Thank you. Thank you, everybody. I have watched all of One Piece. And because of the, at the time of recording, the manga is on a one-week break. And Toei Animation has been hacked, meaning that there's no new episodes for like the next three months. So this is possibly the only time until One Piece actually ends, both anime and manga, that I can say I have watched and read all of available One Piece. Well, and there's something you just didn't know you needed. Like, of all exactly. the things... Like, I didn't realise that was a target. I didn't realise that that was something I should be aiming for, but I'm glad that... This is the final level of weed. You've, you've set... <laughs> You set the standard. <laughs> you've you've decided that this is a measure of weebness that that it just has to happen. Just for me. Just, just for me. Nobody yeah. else is going to care. Nobody else like, is talking yeah. about this. <laughs> it's like <laughs> the fanfare is completely. It, it, it's I, in I'm, my own head. It's it's in your own head. It is. It's like yes, I finally done it, and they're like, oh, that's that's oh, what you've been doing good. with your time. Well, good oh, job, buddy. Well, Good job, you, buddy. You you could have been learning Japanese this whole time. Yeah, you could have actually like, been doing something. I have, to... I have been. I've been. Yeah, I've been I, I know gummy, by... gummy, no pistol. <laughs> 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 yeah, I mean, I, it's very impressive. It is very impressive. I'm impressed that I managed to do three seasons of Avatar in a week. But you know, each to their own. It's 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 impressive when you can when you can sit still for a long period of time and consume. TV, consume media, and and have it retain in the back of your brain. I honestly, my memory banks must be absolutely scuffed. Like it's ninety percent weird Asian cartoons, and then enough to remember to shower and poop in the day. Like, <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's not it's not exhaustive though. Like, you just just keeps expanding. Just keep add, adding more RAM. Just. You just get one of those Elon Musk brain chips and just like plug yeah. in a hard drive. Okay, so this imagine? is like the fifth that, grade, and then that, that's, there's my trauma oh, on another drive. That's digital. That's digital pensive from Harry Potter, where he removes the mer- memories and puts it in the storage. So yeah, that's that's basically. What Have you seen the trailer for the new Hogwarts game? Uh, I saw it like six months ago when it came out. Okay, so before next episode, we need to watch that trailer. And then you can tell the people what you think next week. Um, right, but is there I think a new that's trailer? It. Yes, gameplay okay. trailer, gameplay reveal. Ooh, okay, I will have to check it out. Okay, yeah, let's leave that there. Um, thank you, um, everyone, for joining us. And we shall see you next week for book three of Avatar, the big let's one. Let's go! Sacred Leptano! Sacred Leptano! <laughs> 